You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, back here on Silver and Black today, the postgame reactions show Raiders 20 to 13 losers. The Raiders held the Dolphins to 20 points, and they didn't win. That's a tough one to swallow, isn't it? Uh, when you look at this Dolphins team and what they're able to do on the field so you have to give a lot of credit to the Raiders defense. Here with Scott Branson and Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. This is an Odyssey original podcast. Please subscribe wherever you get your audio. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. Hit that notifications bell. Help us out there, and that way you'll know every time we're live or we have a new video. So we appreciate that. Uh, listen, this Raiders defense continues to get better. I mean, yes, if you look at it overall today... They gave up 422 yards. You might look at that and say, well, geez, you know, that's terrible. No, actually, uh, what they were able to do is keep this Miami uh, offense in check enough. Enough. That's what they did. I did, Murph, three keys of the game on Friday's show where I said they got to control or, or limit the damage from that Miami offense. I knew Miami would score and I knew they'd do what they do. Then you got to have on offense, you have to have long sustained drives to keep them off the field, which they did not do. And then number three, the defense uh, has to step up and you have to play good special teams. And mostly the Raiders did all of that. On defense, though, you look at what they were able to do. Yes, Tua Tunga Viola had 325 yards, but they created takeaways. Again, this defense continues to create takeaways and um, it kept them in the game almost every single time. The Raiders needed a stop or you had a momentum feel and you said, okay, if they make a stop here, get the ball back and score. This is a different game. And they did it almost every single time. And then the offense could not move the ball. Uh, when you look at this, though, you see Robert Spillane almost had another pick uh, today. You oh. see what Max Crosby does. You saw what they did up front. You saw what Divine Diablo, even getting hurt again, came back in and played well. Defensive backfield, Ja'Cory and Bennett had a big penalty early in the game. It was a little ticky-tacky. Uh, Marcus Peters is what Marcus Peters is at this point in his career, so no, no sense in arguing about it. But overall, 
Murph, uh, just amazing that this defense is really carrying this team and putting them in a position to stay in games like this. Yeah, when we look at the we look at the stats. I mean, of course, we they we have our defense allowed twenty one first downs, but on third down efficiency, the Dolphins were three and a for eleven on third down, and they were zero for one on on freaking fourth down. You know, we forced them to punt three times. You know, cause a couple of fumbles. The, the the big number to me is that, you know, I, I would talk about this on the last episode of Raiders Fan Radio. There are some things that are consistent in the NFL. If you run the ball well, if you play good defense, and you don't turn the ball over, you can win a whole bunch of championships by doing that kind of stuff. Well, what happened today? We turned the ball over three times. So despite a pretty solid defensive effort based on the numbers and based on everything that you're talking about there, the Raiders aren't in a position to win the football game. And I thought if we were in a position to, to keep it close, that, that you know, just keep us close and we could have a chance to win it, that offense will pull yep. it out, but but didn't. And and it's and it's so, I think, the most surprising thing to me and so far the narrative of this season, Scott, will be the idea that the defense has completely outperformed expectations. Patrick Graham got such a bad rap from us as fans based on the leadership and and what Josh McDaniels was doing with this football team, clearly, because not only when 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 he departs, but even prior to that, you saw that you know with with the you know the different players that we brought in a free agency. And I know Tyree Wilson is still struggling or at least not showing up on the stat sheet. But what they did in terms of acquisitions on the defensive side of the football and how they're performing doing pretty freaking well. And so I owe Patrick Graham a, a huge apology. And, it, you know, I don't know if he ever would listen to this show, but my bad. Like, you you are – he's got it. I don't want to say he's got it figured out. And, and you know, we, listen, this team isn't, you know, setting any records. So until then, then, you know, it'll be a full turnaround. But at this point, like, again, like, we, we misread him. And the, the, the lack of offensive output, you know, we talk about football all the time being the most complimentary of sports and the ultimate team sport. If you don't have that, 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 you know, when you look at our third down efficiency, we were four for 14 on third down. Well, that doesn't help your defense. Let's yeah. convert a freaking third down once in a while. And you know what I mean? And then maybe put our defense in a better position and maybe not put them in short fields and not do all those kinds of things. So I think, you know, again, not a heroic effort on the part of the defense, but a solid one. I mean, we're picking the ball up. We're, we're creating our own turnovers, which is, which is impressive because we certainly didn't have that in the past. Max Crosby, I know he got at least one sack today. Um, I don't know if anybody else put, got on the board today on the sacks, but let me, we're continuing to have impactful plays on defense. And the offense is just not there yet to pick them up, Scott. Yeah, I mean, look, Sp uh, Robert Spillane had a great game. Nate Hobbs had a great game as well. Um, and so you see those guys, what they're doing out there, and, and you see it happening, right? And again, I think the Raiders will get better on defense next season as they get more talent. That's not a slight on the guys there now, because the guys now playing are playing to the best of their ability for most part. And I see they're creating opportunity. Again, what do you want your defense to do? They got to stop the team that they're playing, okay? And then they have to create opportunities for the offense. They did it today. They did that. So, yeah, they gave up 400 yards. So you're, this is not the Jets' defense, right? Okay, fine. But what they did do is hand the ball over to Bill Hardigree and Aiden O'Connell and those guys, and they just couldn't get it done. So when you look at that, you have to feel really good about how this defense performed. And like you said, one of the key points, and you mentioned the number, the Raiders were actually one first down better on third down than the Dolphins were. The Dolphins were three of 11, 27%. That's pretty remarkable for a team that moves the ball on offense 
uh, pretty well. And then this one, I know you might say, well, in the red zone, the Dolphins were one of two, 50%. That's pretty good. No, the Dolphins are the best team in the red zone scoring touchdowns in the NFL, okay? And the Raiders, in two opportunities, held them once, okay? And again, that was constantly after being put on a short field. So this Raiders defense, what they were able to do was was pretty dang good. And again, you're going to face other teams the rest of the way, including the Chiefs. The Chiefs, from a from a overall offensive perspective, are not as good numbers-wise as the Dolphins. Now, Patrick Mahomes, obviously a different story. But the fact is, I think you come out of this game and you look at what the defense was able to do, and it's clear why they lost this game. And so it's a different type of feel than, let's say, earlier in the year when it was just all a mess. Okay, right. Everything was a mess. Right, right, right. So you look at this and you say, look, it was a failure to execute. Game plan wasn't great. Players on offense. Quarterback was a mixed bag. And you couldn't establish the run. And again, I go back to that, Murph. <laughs> this Raiders team, I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. This Raiders team cannot win without getting a good running game with Josh Jacobs. They just cannot do it. It has to happen. And if somebody shuts it down, you don't have a quarterback yet that can can burn them, right? You don't. Aiden O'Connell is a good quarterback. I'm rooting for the kid. I think he'll get better game by game. But you cannot be in that position to where you rely on a rookie fourth round quarterback to win the game for you. He'll do almost enough to get there, but you need to get the running game going. They couldn't get that going, but the defense kept you in the game. And I love the attitude and the confidence because you saw that defense on all those stops, that defense you never saw quit in that defense, nor did they seem any, they were not intimidated by Tyreek Hill. And yeah, he burned them a couple times. Sure. Including for the touchdown, but they never hang hung their heads. They never seemed to be out of the game at any point in the game. And if you're a Raiders fan, when's the last time you could say that your defense showed that much moxie? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, gosh, 2006, <laughs> I think that was it. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, you know, Stuart Schweiger, Kirk Morrison, Thomas Howard. Like, I mean, those are, I mean, those are, those are long times ago. And, uh, and really, and we were so, you know, in a, well, we go back to the offense again. We were so bad offensively that those teams couldn't get out of their own way. But that was the last time that we could like, you know, hang our head. I mean, Namdi Asimawa. I mean, we had some amazing players, uh, on, on defense back then. And uh, yeah, I mean, we hadn't we hadn't had any consistency to our defense in forever. I mean, and that was always the thing with Derek and all the Derek years, right? And all the people that 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 loved Derek, and I was one of them that loved Derek for a very long time. That idea that you know we needed a defense. If you gave him and those offenses, can you imagine the 2016 team with a mid-tier defense? I mean, that potentially could have been a deep playoff run type team. Well, again, like you mentioned, Scott, we just hadn't seen that in a long time. And now it's unfortunate that we had those pretty good offenses throughout all those years. And then now (laughs) we finally got a good defense and the offense is, but, you know, looking, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but when you start looking at draft positioning, there's a lot of good draft. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in the draft. 
I want to see the way the, the way the rest of this year plays out first before I start calling for Aiden O'Connell or anything like that. But listen, if he if he just lacks some arm talent and he just lacks some some you know some, I want to bring up a, a, something you brought up earlier: mm-hmm. mobile versus elusive. There are a lot of quarterbacks that are elusive that aren't quote mobile that aren't runners. Right? When you look at like a guy like Aaron Rodgers, even a guy Perfect like example. Like he's elusive. Even Ben Roethlisberger couldn't outrun me, but he was elusive <laughs> as hell in the pocket. If he, he gave the, you roofies, maybe. Right. <laughs> right. But he was the king of this guy that would dip out of the way. Of course, he was six, nine, 400 pounds, but <laughs> still, but like that idea, you can be elusive and not be a running quarterback. And that's what that's is, the point. is important. And so, and, and that's and at least to this point, we haven't shown any elusiveness or, or Aiden O'Connell hasn't shown any elusiveness to his game. So is is it are we better suited with somebody that with a little more arm talent, a little more uh elusiveness in the pocket? Yes. And so there are listen, there are a crap ton of quarterbacks coming out. And you know, you guys know them all. And, and, and if you don't study up on it, because it, you know, you got you know, even though Caleb Williams is on a little bit of a schneid, you know, we got him, we got Penix, you got you got Drake May, you got I mean there's there are a lot of oh, good yeah. quarterbacks coming out. And if the Raiders are in a top 15 type position and you look at the teams that are going to drop ahead of us, there's going to be some quarterbacks in there. I'm sorry, I kind of went off on a rabbit's foot there, rabbit trail. But anyways, point being, though, that I, unless, you know, he starts to kind of show us something bigger, this this might have been the game that kind of showed who Aiden O'Connell is. And if that's the case, I'm glad he's on our football team. I think he's going to be a very serviceable player in the league. He's shown that the, the, the idea of his coolness under pressure. You know, yeah, we want to see do some different things under pressure, but his ability to just, to just come in and make decisions and, you know, just can't execute at the highest level that you need to in the NFL to win football games. Maybe he's like, you know, I don't know, like a career backup kind of guy, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type situation or something like that. I don't know. But um, but anyways, I don't even know where I was going with that. No, that's okay. That's okay. But, but a quick shout out, Anthony Velasquez, uh, a $10 donation, which obviously goes to the One Nation Foundation. Any super chats, by the way, here on Silver and Black okay, today, go you. to the One Nation Foundation, uh, Murph and the gang there, uh, their charitable arm, which has done amazing work, including just a $15,000 donation to the Blitnikoff Foundation yeah. at the Crab Fest oh. a couple weeks ago. So there you go. So thank you, Anthony. Appreciate it. He says defense played well against a really good offense. Can't ask for any more. And well, AOC looked like a fourth round rookie. Absolutely. And that's not a that's not a slight on him, by the way. It's a right, fourth right. round rookie. It's not a yeah. first round top ten pick, right? So you wanna you wanna criticize Bryce Young. You know, he's a first pick overall. Okay, he's got a terrible team too, but that the expectations are different. So I think if you look at that and you touched on a little bit here and in, in what he lacks, that's fine. And I've always said no matter what Aiden O'Connell does, unless he had just a complete storybook. Uh, season, you're still going to draft a quarterback if you can't. Now, the Raiders also need help up front on both sides of the ball because you win in the trenches, right? So we saw that Colton Miller out again. That didn't help the Raiders up front today, I think, in the run game. Uh, you could see it exposed several times. When I watch the film, um, I'm going to get the opportunity. There you go. Sorry, I'm checking my camera. Oh, okay. Getting getting the focus back. <laughs> but I think when you when you look at the film, you'll see that uh, the run lanes were not as wide as they were last week against, and they were playing a better dif- defense last week. So I think some of that is going to rectify itself. But there are definitely things you can do, and and yes, this offense uh, needs to get better, especially with the tools they have. But again, 
I, I know I'm harping on it. People in the chat are harping on it too, because I think it's the right thing, which is Bo Hardegree. I think the expectations of Bo Hardegree have to be tempered too, guys, because he's not an offensive coordinator. He was a quarterback's coach. He has no experience doing it. It's the third game he's ever done it. And I think you saw that exposed today as well. And so I don't think whether it, whether or not Antonio Pierce is fortunate enough to keep this team on a good keel and get the job full time. Great. If he does. Awesome. All right. If he doesn't, um, that's fine, too. But if he does, I don't know that Bo Hardegree would not be your offensive coordinator. Actually, I'm just going to go on a limb there. I just don't think he would be. It's not his role. He stepped up. He's done what the organization's asked him. He's doing his best, I'm sure. Um, but as you saw today, it was it was not good enough. So so you look at that and you look at what's going on. Overall, with this locker room, you have to be very pleased with that. And look, professional athletes never like to lose. But when we come back from this last break, Murph, I want to talk to you about moving forward, because I think the way this game was played and even the deficiencies it had will be a big, big boost. I know it sounds crazy. A big boost for this team going home to face the dreaded Chiefs Uh, uh. next week. So uh, let's take a real quick break here on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. And when Murph and I come back, we're going to look forward to next week with the Chiefs coming to town with a really good defense, too. So Aiden O'Connell's not getting any break. He's, he's, get, he's getting thrown right back in to a defense that's actually better than Miami. And we'll talk about that when we return. Don't go anywhere here on Silver and Black today. 